Hello and welcome to Checked Out. We're broadcasting from Euclid Public Library in beautiful Euclid, Ohio. I'm Casey Armstrong, Director of the Library. And I'm Mike Stein, Assistant Manager of Adult Services. We talk about our favorite books, movies, services, and events with our favorite people and our favorite community. Each podcast will feature a theme. Today, we're talking about small businesses in Euclid. Our special guests are Dana Heil, Executive Director of the Euclid Chamber of Commerce, and small business owner, Chantel Myers, owner of Couture Creations. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. So let me start with you, Dana. May is Small Business Month. That's when we're recording this. So just how important are small businesses to the Euclid community? Small businesses are crucial to the community. According to the Small Business Administration, a small business is defined as a business with no more than 1,500 employees and a maximum of $41.5 million in annual receipts. So as you can see, most of the business in Euclid is small business. And certainly most of the businesses in the Chamber of Commerce are small businesses. Dana, do you mind giving us a little bit more information about the Euclid Chamber of Commerce? Like, what, what is it? Why are you so important to small businesses? The Euclid Chamber of Commerce is a group of businesses that provide several important services. Uh, one of the most important things we do is provide networking um, opportunities. So we do um, a coffee connections and a happy hour once a month. And these are events for our members to come and meet each other. Um, it's a rare time that we have a networking event like this that a beneficial relationship isn't started. Um, and people meet each other and take advantage of their business connections. And that that is one of the most important things that we do. Um, many times at these events, um, the Euclid the mayor comes, the police chief comes, and not all the time because they're busy people, but they definitely try to support and be there because they also feel that this is an opportunity for them to connect with the businesses. Uh, we belong to several different groups. Uh, one of them is called NOAC, the Northern Ohio Chair Area Chambers of Commerce, and they actually have um, benefits that can financially benefit a business. Uh, like reduced health care costs or the possibility of reduced energy um, costs. Uh, we also belong to another group called uh, Collaborative Chamber Alliance, and they're a group of 19 different chambers. So that really widens our footprint for our businesses because any business that belongs to the Euclid Chamber is a part of this group. And they have uh, a women's group and they have a young professionals group. And they do a monthly uh, networking as well. So really, one of the biggest um, the biggest things that a chamber can do for a business is help introduce them to other business owners and get their name out there. And Chantal, tell us about Couture Creations and why you decided to launch it. I decided to launch Couture Creations because it's been my passion since I was younger. Um, a fun fact, my sister, my older sister, inspired me uh, to cake decorate because she made my 16th birthday cake out of finding. When I instantly saw this cake, I was fascinated and got fireworks in my soul. And it just, it was on go from there. So it's been mostly cake decorating that got you to go on into it, but you're also into cupcakes and other things, I would imagine. What else do you create? 
Um, I do gourmet cupcakes for uh, walk-in services. For private orders, I customize in wedding cakes, birthday cakes, and um, all occasion cakes, really. And you're located on Lakeshore around 200th Street? Yep, Lakeshore Boulevard at 20068, right next to Bagel Buddies. That's pretty awesome, Chantel. So you're new to the Chamber of Commerce. So tell us, how did you find out about the Chamber of Commerce and and how have you been working with them? I found out about the Chamber of Commerce because I was interested in having a grand opening. So me and Dana, we got that situated. I wanted to give a big thanks to the Euclid Chamber of Commerce for helping me get the word about out about my business through the Euclid Observer and their amazing networking events. I've met wonderful people and created awesome connections with other business owners, such as Derek, the owner of Mitchell's, who brought many clients to my location. And Dana, would you say, is that the typical way that a small business owner would connect with the Euclid Chamber of Commerce? Because you mentioned all the programs that you have. Is this a typical method? Well, it, it is typical uh, many times, um, and we did do one of these for Chantel. We do a ribbon cutting, and that helps welcome them into the neighborhood. And we do that whether they are chamber members or not. Um, it gives us an opportunity to introduce ourselves and to talk about what chamber membership could, could how chamber membership could benefit, and then we kind of work from there. So many times um, we do do these ribbon cuttings, and they are a first chance to get to know each other. Uh, once a business does join the chamber, I really do work hard at getting them networked with other businesses. Yesterday, we had a Coffee Connections at Village of Healing, and we did a ribbon cutting for them several months ago. And one of the things that I made sure I did with them was connect them with all of the different organizations in Euclid and in the chamber that I thought could benefit them. They work with African-American women and their health issues. So I made sure I um, introduced them to the hospital, more counseling and mediation services. Um, they're also very interested in promoting healthcare occupations for students. So I introduced them to Euclid High School and Villa Angela St. Joseph High School. So that's kind of an example of what we do. So I'd like for both of you guys to answer this question. What advice would either of you give someone interested in starting a small business? If I could give someone advice on starting a new business, it would be to prepare for the worst and hope for the best and to always follow your heart and do what's best for you and your brand. And I would say starting a small business isn't easy. So I suggest connecting with other small business owners who could share their knowledge the city has a great planning and development department that can provide assistance in finding just the right spot for you to start your business. Uh, the Small Business Administration can be very helpful. In fact, one of the things we're promoting right now is next week on May 20th, we're having a pre-certification workshop for minority businesses to help them um, find out information about getting certified as a minority business enterprise, which could be very helpful and brings along certain benefits with it. Um, and I would say as far as, you know, being belonging to the chamber, that is another benefit that could really help your business. 
But joining isn't enough. You need to join and you need to be active. You could join and pay your dues and not come to any events. And then you're going to say to me in a year, well, Dana, nothing happened. (laughs) Well, you have to actually get involved and and meet people for things to happen a little bit. So I would encourage um, I would encourage creating as many relationships as possible because they always lead to somewhere else and it, it helps you to grow. Dana, do you have any statistics on, say, the percentage of businesses in Euclid that would be considered a small business or the number of businesses that start in Euclid in a given year? Anything like that that you can tell people? I don't have that, but I can tell you, I mean, when you think about small business being anything 1,500 employees or less, and you drive around Euclid, you know, there are very few employers that are bigger than that. So, you know, maybe we have a, a handful of big businesses like that, but um, most of what we have is small and much of what we have is micro, which is considered a small business, but it's less than 10 employees. So, you know, many of our restaurants, for example, are are small like that. And we are getting, in Euclid, we are getting more and more um, small businesses, mom and pop businesses, or young entrepreneurs that are trying to start something out. And, you know, many times I, I find that um, these business owners have a great idea, but need help on the business end of it. So th- that's another reason we try to connect folks, because when you share your story and what you went through, you might be helping somebody else. So Chantel, I found your website and I think I want one of everything that you've got on there, although my belly will disagree with that. It all looks so good. Can you tell people how they can get to your website and what they can find on there? Sure. If you're looking to place a special order for cupcakes or a customized cake orders, you can go to couturecreations.com. And I also have a tab on there. You can look up prices, sizes, and add your quantities. And, and how is that spelled? Because that's kind of a different word for most people. Absolutely. It's K O U T U R E. And then creations is K R E. A-T-I-O-N-Z as in zebra.com. Is there anything else either of you would like to let the audience know? I would also like to share contact for the Euclid Chamber of Commerce. Sure. Uh, You can find the Euclid Chamber of Commerce at www.euclidchamber.com. You can join the chamber through our website. You can find out about all of our events. Uh, Most of our events are open to the community. So anybody interested in coming can come. If you have any questions, please feel free to give me a call and hopefully we'll hear from some folks soon. And Chantel, uh, anything you would like to add? I know you have a storefront as well as a website, so maybe let people know what your hours are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, If you're ever in the Euclid area and looking for an ice cold treat this summer, you could stop by my location, which is 20068 Lakeshore Boulevard. And uh, my store hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. And I offer a wide variety of ice creams, milkshakes and uh, the new boba teas and so much more. Chantel, are you still doing lessons? Yes. I do one-on-one cake decorating classes and also group classes where you can choose the cake design you're interested in decorating. And I prepare everything for you and we go through it step by step. 
Thank you for joining us today to talk more about Small Business Month and to share more details about the Euclid Chamber of Commerce and Couture Creations. And I know I'll be stopping in soon, Chantel, so be on the lookout. Thank you. Thank you. And now, the news you cannot use. And now it's time for the library news you cannot use with special guest, Tony Shatina, Executive Assistant of Yucca Public Library. Thank you, Mike. Tony Stark is missing. What's this have to do with libraries instead of Game of Thrones? Well, according to SpectrumLocalNews.com, Boney is the beloved skeleton at Haltom City Library in Texas, or rather, was. A Haltom City Police Department Facebook post shows surveillance photos of a woman in an orange shirt and denim shorts dragging Stark down a library hallway in early April. It's doubtful Boney Stark has made it to Ohio, but if you've seen a skeleton wearing a green Tinkerbell costume, let the Haltom City Library or Police Department know. Boney Stark was a gift from the library's friends group and became very popular greeting visitors while dressed in seasonal costumes. I'll be on the lookout for Boney Stark, but in the meantime, did you know that you can send a birthday card to Winnie the Pooh, courtesy of the New York Public Library? It's true, according to a CBC.com article, despite creator and Winnie the Pooh author A.A. Milne hailing from London, it's the New York Public Library that holds a collection of Milne's son, Christopher Robin Milne's Pooh toys. The original stuffed bear, which was the inspiration for Winnie the Pooh, still lives at NYPL and is visited by 750,000 people per year. Milne's son's toys are the basis for the Winnie the Pooh characters, while the Christopher Robin character is based on Milne's son. You can see all the original toys except Rue, as he was lost in an apple orchard in the 1930s. And that's all the library news you cannot use. Thanks for listening to Checked Out. We hope you will tune in next month. You can learn more about Yucca Public Library by stopping in or going to our website, yucalibrary.org.